Welcome to the Drag Me to the Movies podcast. I'm Ned. And I'm Joe. In this episode, we're going to talk about Morbius from 2002, which stars Jared Leto, Matt Smith, Adria Arjona, Jared Harris, and then also, you know, Tyrese Gibson's in it here as well, as well as there's a cameo from a uh, Michael Keaton. So, yeah, Joe. What did you think? Well, Michael Keaton was not Batman, so that's nope. sad. That's sad. But um, he was the Vulture, which he was good. As he the was Vulture too. He was. He was. Um, that kind of kind of made me excited at the end of the movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not here to talk about Michael Keaton and his vultureness. Well, um, although yet. I'd love to see a I'd love to see a Vulture movie. Well, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yes. Hmm? I know, I know. I'm excited for that too. For uh, you just told Man. me about that yesterday. Uh huh. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, Craven the Hunter is like such an interesting character mm-hmm. to me. Yep. Um, Very much so. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> we did. Uh, yeah. So Morbius. So this is one of the. Well, I think it is the most recent film that we've ever uh, watched. Right. Like the newest film uh, we've ever watched. Yeah, right. I think. So, I mean, it was so this came out 2022. And I think I think before that, it was probably 2000, the 2010s, somewhere in there, somewhere in there, probably Um, was our. Yeah. So we're uh, we're getting a little closer to uh, present day. Um, And the reason we brought this up is, Ned, you had mentioned uh, you had watched it and, you know, it was catching a lot of hate on the Internet about it being like a shit movie and just like just terribly put together and you were like you know what i don't know if i agree with all of it and i kind of piqued interests and and we decided let's go for it mm-hmm. and yep. i i'm definitely one that like when it comes to movies or tv shows i'll i'll tend to just like go with the flow of what everyone is saying as far as critics and okay. even if it's not critics people on the internet are bashing it i'm like all right i don't have time for this like yeah um for instance and- people People bashed Boba Fett. I never watched Boba Fett. I probably will at some okay. point because it's Star Wars, but you I've never to. watched it. Like, all right, Boba Fett, for example, like, yes, it was not good. Um, but there's a part where Mando shows up and those episodes are amazing. So, right. And that's what I heard. And I think for the sake of continuity from Mando, mm-hmm. I, I have to watch it. Right. Um, I think it would you know, definitely I, be worth checking out. Yes. I mean, right. so, I almost would say you could start. I think it's like episode five. He shows up. So if you don't care uh, about Boba Fett's history, you can just kind of. Yeah, I'll probably suffer through it anyway. Yeah. I mean, what else am I watching? Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, we're <laughs> we're here about Morbius. Hopefully this isn't a telltale of how we felt about it. Um, but yeah, so I went into this with an open mind um, mm-hmm. or tried to at least. Um, yeah. And I was pleasantly surprised to see Matt Smith in this because mm-hmm. I didn't know that ahead of time. I like Matt Smith a lot. Um, my first uh, meeting of Matt Smith was in Doctor Who uh, fame. So I knew him as a doctor mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then grew to know him in some other roles uh, as of recent. And then also now with House of Dragon. Um, and I think he, I think he does a great job in whatever he plays in. Yeah, I'm um, a good actor. I think that goes well here as well. Mm-hmm. I think he did a good job. Now, the character of Milo, <clears throat> I'm not sure I necessarily understand or 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 appreciate it. Um, 
so much. I feel like I feel like there's probably some darker undertones to that kid's upbringing mm-hmm. that would would paint a better picture of why he <clears throat> goes so evil after having found a yeah. cure for his his lifelong disease. Yeah. Other than some kids bullied him as a kid and he he beat one out, you know, or beat one up. Like, I, I get that kind of shows that he has uh, some issues with anger, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't, it seems like a like a very drastic change in someone's demeanor um, to go just full on psycho killing people, especially killing, um, you know, uh, Jared Harris's character, um, Dr. Emil. Right. Um you know, somebody who like spent their life taking care of him <laughs> and, and he just, without even thinking, just kills him. Um, it's, yeah, I just, and, and I think, I think with this whole movie, there's a lot of that and that there's, there's good content there, but there's not a whole lot of lines connecting it, you know, not at least, at least meaningful lines in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, uh, uh, Morbius, um or yeah, dr morbius when he becomes infected right he goes on that like insatiable killing spree at first and then he realizes what happens and then he makes it his 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 life's work i guess to get it under control um so he doesn't do that anymore well um, i mean he treats it like a scientist and starts you know testing himself and figuring out what he's capable of how long things last and whether or not right. his synthetic blood will maintain his health correct right 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 and and so you know i appreciate that that's like that that you know that's as far as it goes uh or i mean i guess what i'm saying is that i appreciate that there is that human element still in him as far as that goes because it does he doesn't let it take him over completely Mm -hmm. it shows his suffering and, and all that that happens when he's struggling with getting it under control which i appreciate as well um and i think overall Dr. Morbius as a character was well done. I think Jared Leto did a pretty good job um, acting in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I know a lot of people when they were bashing this and I was reading about it is they were shitting on Jared Leto. But I don't think Leto's to blame for anything in this movie. I think he did a good job. Yeah, I think he did good. Yeah, I I think it's just the it, it almost felt rushed. The movie, in my opinion. Do, so- do you agree? I would agree with Rush. I mean, I also like, I don't know. There are definitely things in here that are, you know, just like you'll see this in almost every movie type scenarios. And it doesn't bring a whole lot of like new and wowing things. But structurally, I felt that this was put together pretty well. Yeah, I thought it was a decent movie. I mean, I, I... Yeah, by no means was it a Marvel Cinematic like no, masterpiece. No, no, it's not um, something that you're going to go into and be like, wow, it's more of just like a, okay, popcorn. Right. Yeah, I kind of I kind of look at this, honestly, um, kind of like Waterworld in a way. A lot of people shit on Waterworld back in the day. I love Waterworld. <laughs> I, I love Waterworld. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm, not saying I, I'm not saying yet that I love this movie, but... Um, I feel like as it ages, people might come to appreciate it more than the the rash jumping they did on mm-hmm. it, like from the get go. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, it's it 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 was not perfect by any means, but I don't think it was like a complete shit show that everyone painted it to be. Yeah. Um, 
I thought I thought they did a good job between um, Morbius and uh, Martine. Um, you know, it was there was professionality or professionalness there, but there was also that like um, will they, won't they type thing. Yeah, well, right, right, right. All that sexual tension kind of stuff there. Yeah. Um. So I appreciated that they did a good job there. Um, I was speaking of her before I forget about this point is I'm I'm curious as to why all of a sudden uh, Morbius thought biting her would bring her back when she died. You know what I mean? Or did he or was he just draining her blood to get more strength? I'm not sure what happened there. I think it was a little bit of both. Uh, He was definitely looking to get strength. um, But yeah, I think he was really trying to like see if it would bring her back as well. Right. I I mean, I guess I guess at that point, it's the lost cause anyway. She's Mm -hmm. she's dead or dying. Right. So um, I don't know. It just it just seemed awkward to me. Um, But yeah, I thought those two played well. Um, The whole Matt Smith kind of being jealous of her, I thought was okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But again, Milo turning into a blood crazed like maniac didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So really the second half of the movie Although although I I appreciated the combat scenes and stuff, mm-hmm. it just it just didn't feel right. I don't know. It just didn't sit sit well. Okay. Um, That's fair. I thought I thought like the the battle in the sewer system or like the underground cavern or whatever the hell they were in mm-hmm. um, was pretty cool. Um, I uh, I didn't mind the slow mo that they used in the in the movie. I thought it was good for amplifying the powers that they both were were kind of perceiving or, or, or I guess, learning mm-hmm. um, as they went. Um, I know in some movies, the slow-mo can be very well overused and yeah. um, can really annoy, get annoying. Um, but I, I don't think they, they ever did it there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. That's just that second half of, of Matt Smith's character being crazy just, just seemed odd to me. Um, yeah, I have to give it more thought as I go on, but it's just yeah, it just seemed it just seemed rushed and sloppy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, maybe if Matt Smith's character Milo had a little bit more backstory um, rather than just being pissed off at the world, um, being his driving factor for chaos, maybe I would feel a little bit better about it. But yeah, um, I mean, I kind of accepted that. Like you go from a kid who was, you know, obviously in the system for a while with Michael. And, you know, he's obviously very smart. He uses his time to, you know, pick up things, do origami type stuff. And uh, then you have Milo, who, you know, feels betrayed a little bit and then um, is kind of left behind and bullied. And I don't know, I I just feel like he felt shunned by society where he seems Michael flourishing and is kind of jealous and. That's kind of what I read into it, at least. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's definitely the jealousy there because he, he's when he kills um, Dr. Um, Dr. Emil, he says about how, like, you know, I'm in the shadow of, of Morbius again, you know, um, and then he kind of kills him then or he slashes his chest because he doesn't kill him right away. Mm-hmm. It makes him suffer. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I get it. Again, it's just I, I guess I didn't care about his character as much as that's right. as you know you You're normally not really would meant to in some regards, but yeah, I mean right. him being the villain, it would have been nice to have him a little bit more 
developed. Yeah. Um, so next next part I'll, I will comment on is uh, Agent Stroud and Agent Rodriguez. Um, I thought Tyrese Gibson did a good job in his character, and I thought mm-hmm. Rodriguez did a good job in his character. However, um, I felt like they were trying to add some comedy into this movie through Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, but it didn't fit very no, well in this movie. No. Um, I, a lot of it didn't land well. Like the, maybe maybe the part I appreciated the most is when they have Morbius, they caught Morbius mm-hmm. and um, they're uh, questioning him. He has a whole order. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that kind of that kind of fit well. But uh, otherwise, I, I don't know. I just I, I mean, they. They, no, they worked well as a team. I just don't think Rodriguez was like didn't really fit the the uh, seriousness, I guess, of the of their tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, yeah. Um, what else? What else is there to talk about? Um, I, again, going back to the scientific stuff, I did appreciate, um, you know, his trials, like trying the echolocation. Um, you know, throwing the ball and then having mm-hmm. it bounce all over the place, catching it while his eyes closed. Thought that was pretty cool. Um, it, I found it interesting, and maybe, maybe again, this is where it got like super rushed. But he went from being able to like see a like hear a ball and figure out where it is in a in a room to being able to pinpoint where uh, Martine was in the entire city. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like that that seemed like shit amplified quickly. Um, it, I don't know. I just I almost feel like, you know, when you when you watch like Spider-Man, any of the Spider-Men, mm-hmm. like they get their powers and you see how awkward they are as they adjust. Right. Um, but in Morbius, there wasn't there wasn't a whole lot of awkwardness. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, maybe maybe you can make the argument when uh, Milo and Morbius go hand to hand in the subway mm-hmm. and how Morbius is kind of getting his shit kicked in. But I don't know how much it is that it was awkward for him versus it was that he he didn't really want to hurt Milo as much as Milo wanted to hurt him. You know, yeah. um, I think I think that's where if I'm if I'm being honest and, and thinking through my previous comment of it felt like this was rushed is is some, is, is Morbius's, I guess, power, um, the way it, it progressed. It wasn't very well, I guess, detailed. Um, I would have liked to have seen more, I guess, is where I'm mm-hmm. going. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, over, overall, I I wasn't upset that, that you made me watch this. OK. Um, you know, and going into it, like I said, I tried to be open minded, but that was I would be lying if I didn't say that was in the back of my mind of of, you know, that here we go. We're going to watch a turd of a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, if this was something you felt that way, I felt it was something that you would tear into and. I mean, obviously, I can tear into it as well. It does have a lot of flaws. But in general, like, I didn't feel like it deserves as much hate that it's getting out there, to be honest. Right. Yep. Yeah, I think I think at the end of this, you and I are going to agree that. Um, but yeah, this is not a terrible movie by any means. Yeah. Um, you know, if I'm if I'm I don't I don't watch cable TV so much anymore, but like if it was on the TV, I wouldn't like, oh, change the channel, mm-hmm. um, you know. So, yeah. What else? What else would you add about this? So to me, like I'm going to start off with kind of the bad stuff and then kind of probably circle back around. And, you know, me, I 
as a moviegoer, I like to give movies a chance myself to form my own opinion and don't always go off of what right. the critics say. Um, so some of the things that were really off to me with this one was like, I didn't like the effect that they used for his like super speed and then it having like this puff of smoke type stuff. I felt the puff of smoke wasn't necessary. They could have cut that and it would have been cooler. Interesting. See, I I thought that was kind of cool. Mm. Um, I found it interesting though that it it the puff of smoke was dependent on what color he was wearing. Right, like the jail um, suit or whatever. Right. Yeah. I I guess in hindsight, like if if we were watching a Nightcrawler movie, mm-hmm. I would hate that less. <laughs> right. Would, would Nightcrawler you agree? it fits because he poofs and then reappears. Right. Like if you see X Men Two, that's kind of what it reminded me of but morbius is just moving fast and the fact that the ball also had that effect like it felt weird i don't know if they were trying to like simulate this is morbius's senses kind of detecting that but like even him just running around he was leaving a trail behind him which i just i don't know something about that didn't sit well with me okay uh, um also the bats in the cage seemed a bit excessive and annoying and that big glass tube you mean uh-huh uh i mean number one having that many bats in that small of cage can't be really good for him didn't yeah, look well, like yeah. they had a spot to like you know <laughs> perch or whatever right function functionally you're right that's that's madness yeah um but i kind of i kind of liked it and i'll tell you because it kind it kind of gave this man who was very systematic and science driven a mad scientist vibe mm-hmm. which honestly he was a little bit of a mad scientist to go rent a barge and go into open waters and perform an experiment on himself mm-hmm. um so that that didn't bother me so much but i i get it i get where you're coming from yeah um i thought like there was some stuff that was just kind of glanced over and you know whatever like I felt they did a good job of setting up Michael as being, you know, smart. They had him fix the machine. They had him do an origami and talking to Milo in a smart, sensical way. And eventually, you know, he gets to the Nobel Prize type thing and declines that. And he's able to create this synthetic blood. Um, So I thought they did a good job there. Um, I can see what you're saying about Milo not being as developed, but... I don't know. I think it worked for me and they did a good job of kind of showing that they had a little bit of like a brothership kind of going, but the one was definitely a little bit more jaded than the other, in my opinion. Um, So I kind of enjoyed all that. And I honestly, I don't know. There's a lot of basic plot elements in this, like when they are on the barge and, um, those guards are all coming down to kill him and like, Oh, where is he? He was like, Oh, like you see that in almost any of these movies. So there's nothing really outstanding or impressive in those scenes. And it does have a lot of like kind of basic plot points to move the story along. But in general, I felt that, you know, if you're going to have them, they executed them fairly well, but overall I didn't feel like there was anything too uh, wowing or anything like that. And then I also kind of look at this as like, 
there's a few options they could have gone for with Morbius and, you know, reflecting back on like the comics and stuff that I've seen him in, like the Spider-Man animated series. I don't know if you have we talked about that one before. I think we have. We have a little bit. And, and funny enough, I have IMDb up um, mm-hmm. for our discussions. And it's it's doing that thing where it played the Morbius trailer and then it played Ant-Man's trailer. Uh huh. And then it started showing some stuff from the animated, the, the Spider-Man animated, and it was showing like Morbius and Black Cat and Cloak mm-hmm. yep. and and Venom and, and Carnage. And, and it was apparently probably describing something about the Spider-Man universe, but I haven't muted. So, yeah, that's um, fair. So yeah, it's funny timing. <laughs> but like in that cartoon series from 94, they had Morbius in it, but he wasn't going for blood he was going for blood plasm um and he had like things in his hands that he would use to like suction which would leave uh scarring on bodies and things like that but it was just interesting to kind of see like some of the choices that they kind of went for here where they just kind of purely went straight up vampire um where they could have gotten a little bit more creative with him i guess yeah I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I In no. general, I just, like, this is kind of the middle of the road. I just really wanted to draw attention to it as I don't feel it deserves as much hate as it gets. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, I do have a follow-up question. So Morbius, mm-hmm. um, you mentioned about the animated. Was he, was he a comic character first or animated series? Comic. Okay. Was it, did, did the animated stay true to, like, the comic? Like, did he have the hand suckers no <laughs> i guess the, his original appearance i think they did that mainly to get around um to get it on tv yeah yeah that's fair so yeah he, he was pretty much like i think at the time stan lee um like the guy that actually created morbius was kind of looking to kind of essentially have spider-man fight dracula uh, but i think stan lee wanted to be able to put him in a costume that was a little bit more kind of superhero friendly so they created morbius um gotcha but he was kind of a little bit more of your traditional vampire inspired character okay but yeah um i felt that this definitely give it a chance if you have the time and are just looking for some popcorn flick to watch yeah i i agree um yeah i don't i don't think i don't think you'll leave um, your watching experience from this being upset that you watched it. It may no, not, not. It may not be like, oh man, this really added a lot mm-hmm. to my life, but it's not going to be like, oh, I'm never getting that that time back. Right. And I honestly felt Jared Leto did well. Uh, the Martine character was played well. And yeah, yeah, Matt, I think he did a good job. Like, there's a few scenes and things that I would have probably cut. Like his uh little dance putting on his clothes and before right. he heads out to the bar that was a little bit excessive but I, I, there's a lot of movies that have that kind of right to it american psycho and even yeah. spider-man 3 right yeah <laughs> to some so, effect um yeah but yep i i wanted to touch on the uh fact that we have you know michael keaton's character and here's the vulture yeah 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 i wanted to go there too so i'm glad you brought it up um I find it interesting that that's that's how they jump to that of Morbius driving out into the middle of nowhere 
and meeting with him to say about like, let's take care of the spider guy, right? Like what what happened <laughs> from the movie to this where Morbius is interested in, in fixing that problem? So I, I don't like ultimately Vulture is the one recruiting Morbius, um, which, you know, he came back from, you know, the stuff that happened from the uh, Spider-Man. Uh, no right. The multiverse one. Right. Yep. And it's him recruiting him to be a part of the Sinister Six. Right. Which which I get. I just mm-hmm. don't understand. I, I don't know. It did, this movie didn't show anything where Morbius would have any any interest in taking down Spider-Man, you know? Yeah, um, and I agree that they don't necessarily have um, a mutual um, hate for Spider-Man, but that's the whole thing is Vulture saw his stuff on the news and wanted to reach out to him and recruit him. Right. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I guess I guess I get that. It's just, it, yeah, there's there's more I want to know. So they need yeah. to hurry up with that. Well, and that's so the thing it. is like, I, I do feel like that a majority of people like just hate this movie that Sony might be afraid to even touch the character again. And the Sinister Six might not happen because of that. And I'm really hoping that this Craven the Hunter movie is a continuation of that and that he's also part of the Sinister Six. I was just going to ask, is he part of the Sinister Six? He has been in the past. Okay. So I'm not sure. Like, I haven't really heard a lot of what they're doing with the movie. I'm just excited it's happening, to be honest. So, right. But yeah. So, Joe, is there anything else you want to touch upon with this movie? No, no. I think, I think we covered everything. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I'm good there. All right. Well, what would you give it score wise? So, I'm going to give this a three out of five. A three out um, of five. Okay. Yeah, it's it's middle of the road for me. Um, like I said, I'm not upset that I watched it. I'm not uh-huh. ecstatic that I watched it. All right. I I mean, it was it was it was it was a movie, and I and I I enjoyed what I saw. I I don't know if I'll go back and re-experience it, but um, yeah, mm-hmm. wasn't upset. Yeah. Um, I actually gave it a two point five, so I'm definitely in the middle of the road with it. Gotcha. But yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fair. I just I know I saw a lot of people talking about it and I don't know, like I've never checked what Rotten Tomatoes or anything gave it, but I just always felt like they were like, oh, this is the worst movie and probably has like a 10 percent. I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. Like there's a lot yeah. of movies I've seen that they just the critics slam it so hard. And I don't know if it's mainly because they don't like Jared Leto or like if they have some other means, but it doesn't deserve to be low yeah 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 i'm looking at imdb's rating and it's a 5.2 but it looks like the majority of people that that voted Mm -hmm. gave it a six um or a five so it's it's about a five and a half almost six so right now if you look at rotten tomatoes it's a 16 percent from a critic point of view an audience point of view has it at 71 percent so there's definitely like this huge there's a disconnect there yeah disconnect yeah that happens a lot on rotten tomatoes though i feel like it does and i i don't know like i don't necessarily consider myself a critic but i do on some level feel that i am i just feel like i watch movies to enjoy them and 
yeah, there's things that are going to wow me and I will kind of fairly balance movies um, with my ratings. But there are definitely like different points of view for me with movies, because like, let's say I'm just, you know, at home and, you know, when we did the actual like channel surfing thing, um, if I came across this movie, I'd probably stop and watch it for a bit, like you said earlier. Um, but there's different enjoyments. Like, am I looking for a popcorn flick? Am I looking for something that, you know, is really going to hold my attention? Is it something for background noise where I don't need to pay as much attention? Like there's just different reasons I watch things. Yeah, that's fair. Different points of view. Like if I were to compare this to Godfather, hell no, it's nowhere near Godfather, but in a certain mood, I might pick this over Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it's honestly a fair statement. Yeah. Um, and I think I think I think you come at movies with the right mindset. Um, to your point, is that you you want to come out of it liking it, mm-hmm. so you look at it in different in a different lens. I think than these people that are with a microscope looking for anything and everything to yeah to say something bad against it, right? And that's the um, thing is like there's some god awful movies. Like one of the movies that comes to mind when I think of really bad movies is a movie called Legion and that movie is not great. <laughs> I don't even know what it has um IMDb or Rotten Tomatoes wise. But it was a 2010 movie that had Paul Bettany in it. Right now it it has a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes from a critic point of view and a 31 from an audience. But that movie has one of the coolest weapons I've seen. It has this kind of mace that does this like spinning thing. It has like a spike that comes out of it that like can extend out of the top of it. It got kind of reused recently, which I watched Black Adam and they have um, Hawkman in there with a mace and his mace does some very similar things to what the mace did in that movie. Funny thing, as I mentioned, Legion, Harry Gibson was in that too. Ah, interesting. But yeah, um, there's just a lot of things that I look at. Like, I look for the things that are good, not necessarily the things that are bad out the gate. And we all appreciate you for that. Thanks. Yeah. Well, so Ned, uh, I think I think this time around, it's my turn for a recommendation. Yes. And, you know, I'm one of... Uh, I won't, I won't know. I don't know percentages, but a lot of Americans who, when it turns into winter time, you get a little bit of seasonal depression. And one of the things that helps me get out of that is watching my favorite movie. Okay. And so I thought maybe you and I could watch my favorite movie and talk about it next okay. time. Yeah. So I'd, I'd like to recommend that we watch Anchorman. I'm down. It's been, uh, probably at least over two years since I've watched it. Okay. I, I at least watch this two to three times a year. <laughs> so uh, so I need to kick off 2023 right. So let's yeah. uh, let's talk about it. Sounds good. Perfect. Maybe we'll do The Dark Knight sometime. Ooh, there you go. Yeah. I'm not upset about that either. Nice. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at To The Movies Pod. Thanks for joining. And thanks for dragging me to that vampire hellscape, which is Morbius. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.